This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, May 5th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? I'm hanging there. Yeah? Not that wild of a day? Oh, a, a White Sox two-game losing streak. Yeah. Let's do that to me. Yeah, that's tough. Is it? I thought they won the other day. Oh, I think is, is it, I take that back. You're correct. Yeah, yeah one game West losing Sox. streak feels Actually, like two for that team. Yeah, it, it it felt like two. You get beat by Clay Buckles, and it feels like it, it hurts more. Not only, but to have like confident Carlos Rodon and to not get the win. That's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer. I think they're going to be okay at least here in the first half. But yeah, I don't know, Bill. Did you see? I got a few things from okay. uh, from Wednesday. One, did you see the jimongous home run that Nelson Cruz hit? I did. Like, over the batting eye in center field in Oakland. The camera guy couldn't find it, because he's like, nobody hits him up there. Oh my goodness, did he hurt Sean Manaya? Mm-hmm. Um, two, did you see John Lester throw his glove to first base when I the ball did. was stuck in his glove? Um, kind of a weird play. Like, he gets the grounder and he can't get the ball out of his glove and he just throws the whole glove to first. And we've all seen that. Mm. We've especially seen it because he did the same exact thing last year. Which is the weird thing to me for that to happen to the guy two years in a row. Also a guy that has the noteworthy problems thrown to first. I don't know. There's no analysis from this other than I, I saw the headline was like, wait, that already happened. No, it happened again. It was weird. Um... And then the only other thing I have for you from Wednesday is Jason Castro homers in consecutive nights. I saw. Two on the air. Turning things around thanks to the Twins, right? Yeah. That's a homer streak is what that is. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting for him to turn things around. Um, I've noticed also it's around time of the season to actually start looking at how guys are doing over the whole season, like a week or two and you're not worried about it, but we're a month in and actually went over to the leaderboards. I think we'll get into it with some of the picks today where I'm just like, oh my goodness, look how well this guy's doing and I'm actually starting to buy it a little bit. I don't know. Um, Can you give me an example before we get started? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get to them later, but uh, actually, here. Uh, So we know Daniel Murphy's on fire. He's hitting 398. Ryan Braun, 374. Aled Macias, 388. But when we get to third base, Martin Prado's hitting 398. And Nick Castellano's hitting 378. Both full-time guys. Like, both guys I don't think of as that big of players. And I'm not, like, rushing out to buy him because of it. But I'm like, holy moly. Like, that's pretty good. I don't know. Um, So so did we start referring to Daniel Murphy as Mr. 400? He's hitting 398 right now. I don't know. Uh, and he at least has four home runs to go with it. I mean, I guess Nick Castellanos has four, too. I don't know. I just apparently have not paid any attention to Nick Castellanos at all. I know you have. So, I think mean, he's come from the show, and you always, like, you know, crochet at He's never at been me. that good. But uh, he's young enough to be ready to break out, I suppose. And he was a, a regarded prospect, so it wouldn't blow me away if Yellison was a, you know, a the plus hitter. The, but the, the one number I can't get over is the Jose Altuve home run total. Yeah, he is on fire for sure. Had another one on Wednesday. And he has how many now? Do you know? Eight. Eight. Yeah. I yeah. Top he adds, like if he has twenty homers to what he already does, like that's a top five player, right? I I would think so, yes. 
yeah, top six, seven player. It's, he's already a borderline first rounder for a lot of people, but if he's 20 homers, 40 plus steals, and may lead the league in batting average, I don't know. That's nutty. We'll see. It's only a month in, but it's actually like I'm ready to at least reflect a little bit. So, uh, Matt, did you have anything else from Wednesday you wanted to revel over? Uh, I think I think we ran it down pretty well, Dill. Yeah. All right. On to Thursday, which has a day game we can ignore. Uh, Jared Eikhoff getting Jaime Garcia. It's kind of a cool matchup, but I don't think it's going to fit your DFS slate. Let's Dylan, before you start, you, you don't have any, any goofy Cinco de Mayo thing to... Uh, I mean, it's Revenge of the Fifth, if you'd like your Star Wars reference oh, for the second day right. of the row. Is that a, tell me that's not a thing. You literally asked for it, so I don't feel bad for that one. Is that a uh, thing? I mean, it's a it's a thing in as much as I said it, and I've heard it before. But no, it's not a thing. Okay. In the same way, Star Wars Day is not a thing, I suppose. I was kind uh, of under. I, I thought there'd be like like, like a, like a full length trailer for Rogue One or something, but there was like nothing. No, no, nothing. I don't know. They're dropping the I mean, ball. I mean, it's not like. Hmm. Don't you feel a little bit like Star Wars is kind of like the NFL, and like they don't need to market now. Like everybody's gonna go to Star Wars. Everybody's gonna watch football. Like, you don't have to sell football tickets. Does that make sense? I mean, football's doing a little bit worse the last couple of years, I suppose, but... I don't agree with you. Uh, about Star Wars or football? Uh, the Star Wars... The, the uh, what's it called? Um, comparison you're going for. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I made it up on the spot. I, I certainly did not vet it, but... Uh, I, I suppose May 4th is a big day for promotions where Star Wars could do a bunch of stuff, but... I don't think they're missing their chance. Like, if they just pick, like, oh, instead we did a Tuesday in July to talk about things and release stuff, everyone would still be pretty into it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Yeah. All right. So we got these games on Thursday. We're ignoring the afternoon one, uh, even though it's an interesting game. But that gives us ten games in the evening to pick from, um, which should be plenty. And as usual, we start at Catcher. Matt, who do you like at catcher? I'm starting with JT Realmuto against Robbie Ray. Yeah, they keep batting him leadoff, and he can move enough where that's fine. He got caught stealing on Wednesday, but, like, I, yeah, I, it's the weird leadoff catcher, and I'm okay with it. I, did, I am actually, I, I own a few shares of him this year. I'm actually a big fan of his. I, I kind of enjoy his skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you're not going to get, like, the traditional like power numbers that we've seen from, you know, that we expect from catchers, but... I mean, he might hit double digits. Like, it's not like he has no power. He, he, he could pop 12 homers. No, it's not a yeah. question at all. But it's also, it's going to come with a competent batting average, and it's going to come with a couple steals. And I, I, and I really like this matchup for him. It's righty on lefty. He does damage against lefties, and... Yeah. I mean, really isn't that great against right-handers. I, I, yeah. I think this is a great matchup for him. I really do. I l- I agree. I like Real Muto anytime he gets, you know, lefty. He stole eight bases last year in 126 yeah. games. Like, he has 10 steal potential, which for a catcher is a ton. That's useful. And in the minor leagues, he stole a bunch of bases. Not a ton, but certainly plenty, you know. He stole 54 in 437 games. So, you can feel it. He has double-digit steal potential. If he goes 10-10 and 10 as a catcher, and he's certainly not a top pick, uh, yeah. I, I like him. And they're batting him leadoff, which is way better than where most catchers bat. Well, that's true. So, that's true. Yeah. I think Real Muto is a mixed league guy. Um, and yeah, I agree with that matchup. So, yeah, I'm all about that. Do you like the flip side of that? 
Wellington Castillo getting Adam Conley. No, Adam Conley I don't. No hit outing last time out. I don't uh, like it, and I can tell you why. Because he almost threw a new hitter last time out. Or no, what? well, that doesn't he help. Did, but I don't. That didn't factor into my analysis whatsoever. What's up? Uh, Adam Conley's got a severe, like, like an extreme reverse platoon split. Oh, okay. You trust him against righties? I, after last week, don't we have to? Uh, I have to lean that way. I don't know that I'm all of a sudden on the Adam Conley's an ace wagon, but I have I, to at least. I did think not about say it. he was an ace. Yeah. No. Well, and so I we talked about it. I did not like him going to Milwaukee because they're all right-handed, and he did well there. And it's one start, but it's one pretty darn good start. Hmm. So, uh. I'm still okay picking against him, but I have less confidence than I did a week ago, you know? Right. So, yeah. But, uh, so, I'm okay with Wellington. Uh, I don't blame you for staying away. I am not okay with Wellington. All right. Who are you okay with? Who else do you got? Uh, the, the Giants catcher versus Chris Rusin. Yeah, either one. Pick one. Yeah. Whoever's playing. Pretty much. We like Buster Posey if you want to spend, and we like Trevor Brown if he gets in and he's cheap. So. Yeah, but either way, just make sure you play Buster Posey at catcher. Don't don't play him at first base. That's yeah, no, that's it's not. He's fine there, but there's way too many other good options. Yeah, I, I agree. agreed. Yeah, you you wanted yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, who else you got? I got Jonathan Lucre versus Alfredo Simone. Yeah, I I like anybody with a pulse against Alfredo Simone. It's right, it's righty on righty, but it, you know Lucre is perfectly acceptable against right-handed pitching. Yes. And Simone is perfectly mediocre against right-handed batters, so... Yes, he's perfectly mediocre, is generous. Yeah. I agree. And uh, last on my list, I have Jared Soltelmacchia versus Trevor Bauer. Okay. Uh, I think he has to worry, because I don't know about his playing time. He was definitely filling in for a while, but McCann came back, I believe, so I don't know. You want him to keep playing, that's for sure. Wouldn't but, uh, yeah, McCann is back and has been catching, so... Wouldn't Salty be the, perf- like the preferred option? You would think so, but he has been on the bench the last two days, so... And McCann saving, is back in. Saving, saving for this big matchup with Trevor Bauer, obviously. Maybe. If he gets in, I like it, but I think there's a little bit less to like from McCann. I know that mm-hmm. you like McCann when he gets a lefty, but that's not Bauer, so... If Salty's in, I agree, but I didn't write him down because I'm not sure he's going to be, which is too bad. So well, Technically, we're not sure anyone's going to be playing. We definitely are not. We we pick guys who don't play all the time, especially when we do this a day in advance, which happens. Um, at catcher, I like your picks. I have Russell Martin getting a lefty at Derek Holland. Uh, on the flip side of like being excited about how like good guys have been so far uh, this month, Russell Martin's been bad. We're a month in, and Russell Martin is hitting 169 with 32 strikeouts to five walks. <sighs> One extra base hit. It's a double. Like, that's that's not good. That's a 424 OPS. It's, yeah. Uh, I think he'll be okay. I'm not selling him in my fantasy league or anything, but that's enough for me to... I mean, we're not picking Luis Feldwin until we see that first homer. Mm-hmm. Should be a good matchup for Russell Martin. I will not be blown away if he does well, uh, but I can't really go with him, at least not myself. Um, the only other name I had is Victor Martinez gets Trevor Bauer. And in some formats, Victor Martinez is a catcher. Uh, it seems like cheating to name him there, but some formats let him play there. And so if you want him getting Trevor Bauer, I'm okay with that too. It'll cost yeah, you something, but he'll be fine. Um, first base, Matt, where do you think you're going at first base? 
<sighs> First base, honestly, my favorite option might be David Ortiz versus Eric Johnson. Yeah, you're ready to, to pick against the replacement for John Danks. Yeah. John Danks is gone, and oh, yay, and then it's like, oh, no, Eric Johnson's here. It can't be worse, is what we decided. I don't know that to be true either. I've, oh, I've we'll seen lots of characters in, in, in White Sox uniforms, and most of them are bad. Yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, I'm willing to pick any Red Sox guys you like against him, for sure. It's a fine place to hit, and yeah, I, I'm into that. Is there anything beyond that other than Eric Johnson is bad? Uh, he's historically struggled against left-handed batters, and David Ortiz is, in fact, left-handed. And yes. has proven over his extensive career that he can can hit the baseball pretty well. And he's still doing it this year. That's Believe for sure. Believe it or not, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's also hot. I'm willing to, yeah, put a, that's the theme of this show, is I'm willing to put a stamp on everybody's 2016 season so far. Mm. Um, who else you like at first base? That's a good first overall pick, but who else you looking at? Uh, other names I like, I like Anthony Rizzo getting Joe Ross, lefty on righty. Not the best matchup in the world, but it's Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. He happens to be really good at hitting baseballs. Yeah. Uh, Joe Ross is really good, but he does have significant splits against lefties. Yeah, he does. And that's, that's problematic. So, um, yeah. I. It's Yeah, it's weird to pick a guy who I think is actually talented, but that is a good matchup for Rizzo. And Rizzo's pretty awesome, no matter what. So, yeah, uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, next up, uh, other side of Chicago, I have Jose Abreu versus Henry Owens. Yeah, you like that righty on lefty? I do, yeah. I, I, that, first off, Abreu has been, like, one of the few White Sox that's been, like, legitimately hot. Oh, I can't say that. He's been mm-hmm. legitimately hot over the past few days. Yeah. Like, you know, say 10 days or so. Yep. He's doing just fine. So, and Henry Owens, kind of not, kind of, kind of awful. He has potential, and he struck a bunch of guys out in the minor leagues, but he has not lived up to that potential yet. I would agree there. I, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I don't believe I'd ever seen Henry Owens like like a headshot of him before until I was like researching him today. Yeah, he has goofy long hair. I was not expecting him to look like that. He has goofy long hair. I just looked it up though. Maybe we'll get to this in the pictures. Keep in mind, the White Sox have never faced Henry Owens. So, (gasps) if you believe in that mojo, uh, he's eligible for a contest. I don't know if we'll be believing it that much to go that far. But, um, yeah, uh, that's the thing. Anyway, I like Abreu against him just fine. I agree. That's a good matchup there. Next up, uh, Evan Gaddis versus Wade Miley. Sure. Yeah, Uh, that's righty on lefty. I think there's a lot of Astros we'll have today. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, E5 versus Derek Holland? Yes, for sure. And my last one, Carlos Santana versus Michael Fulmer. Yeah, I I like that, too. Santana's been good. They've been batting him leadoff also, which is another weird one, but if you want to build your roster that way, I don't have a problem with that at all. He's doing just fine. Again, all all those have... I'm pretty sure all those have the platoons put in their advantage. Yeah, I like... Yeah, Michael Fulmer came up and was fine in his debut, but I'm not, like, suddenly scared of him or anything. Interesting no, he, prospect. And not only that, in, in the limited sample size, he, he wasn't that great against lefties. So. Yeah. So, um, I like those guys. I have Miguel Cabrera getting Trevor Bauer, because why not? Um, I have Joey Votto against our boy Chase Anderson. He's had a rough three starts in a row. He's kind of a hot and cold guy, and he's not hot right now. Uh, and it's Joey Votto. He would do just fine. I got Chris Carter against uh, Alfredo Simone. 
just because he's so bad and the Reds' bullpen is so bad, and I think that Chris Carter can do awesome things against bad pitching. Um, it's not the platoon advantage, but I don't care. I just I see Reds, I see the Reds matchup, and I see Alfredo, and I'm just like, go for it, just go nuts. I he could easily hit one or two. Paul Goldschmidt gets Adam Conley. That's a that's a fine platoon advantage for him. It is in Miami. And I say this about first base a lot. If you're going to pay for an ace like that, any sort of little asterisk that makes me less excited, whether it's Conley's weird splits or, you know, Miami, makes you go, yeah, maybe not. Um, you know, the other name I had is Lucas Duda. Lucas Duda of the two home runs on Wednesday uh, gets Colin Ray in San Diego. I don't know that he'll hit two home runs in San Diego in a game, but he is clearly locked in at the plate. The Mets are scoring runs, and he can leave the park. So I like uh, Lucas Duda just fine. Colin Ray's fine. Uh, he's not bad, but he's not good. He's, he's a guy. He he's You've picked him in streaming, and I don't think that's crazy. Like, he can I, be... I, in San, I, I wouldn't take just about anybody in San Diego, so... Yeah. And, yeah. So, but he's not a guy to avoid when you have a hitter you like, like Duda. Alright, at second base, I have Jason Kipnis getting Michael Fulmer. Uh, he'd be just fine. I... Don't know where to go with that many Tigers against uh, Bauer, but Ian Kinsler leading off could certainly get involved in a lot of scoring. Pretty, um, pretty though. Yeah. I, if you don't believe in Trevor Bauer, though, I think he'd be fine. Um, I, do I rarely like Scooter Jeanette. He's, like, every, like, when he's at his best, he looks like he's a, like, 10-10 or 15-15, like, Okay. Mixed league option. When he's at his best, like if you drafted him and he gave you twelve homers and twelve steals, you would be like, great, perfect. Like, and the problem is that he is streaky and often is not at his best. Uh, he's, I, I'm just not a Scooter Jeanette guy. There are times where I thought I might be, and I'm not. Um, but I am a Scooter Jeanette guy on Thursday, Cinco de Mayo, when he gets Alfredo Simone and the Reds. Uh, I think he's a cheap option, and I just see the Brewers could easily score a bunch of runs, and he could be involved in a bunch of that. So. This is totally picking the matchup and not the talent. Um, I mean, he's okay. He can't. He has incredible splits. He can't hit lefties at all. So God, I don't think they'd bring in a lefty for him. But uh, anyway, I endorse Scooter Jeanette. This is one of the like ten times this year where I I will actually think about doing it. Um, I got your guy Gene Segura. He's been hurt though. He pinch hit on Wednesday. I don't know if he's gonna start on Thursday. He's been a little banged up. I think it's his hip. Um, but if he gets in against Adam Conley, I'm not that worried about it. Uh, Daniel Murphy gets Kyle Hendricks. I like Kyle Hendricks okay, but Daniel, Mr. 400, Murphy, it's just a fine pick right now. Telly, Telly slows down because he was hitting pretty high a week or two ago, and he's still staying up there. So I'm um, fine with that. Your boy Brett Lowry gets Henry Owens. He likes to hit lefties. If you don't believe in Henry Owens like Matt doesn't, I think that's a good matchup for him. And lastly... Jose Altuve with his crazy newfound power chasing that leadoff home run record. Uh, he gets Wade Miley. Wade Miley had a shutout last time, and I think Wade Miley is all right. Uh, but I like Altuve against the lefty because he just pounds the ball against lefties. So um, as long as it's not like Kershaw or Sale or like some really good lefty, I think Altuve is going to be fine. So those are my second baseman, Matt. I hogged them all. Did you have any second baseman? I did not. No, you literally hog like like I'm just like checking boxes over here. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, actually, Lowry is probably my favorite option of the group. Believe it or not, I, I like that you're you're pro Lowry. I like that all these infield act. Well, maybe not all of them. Not Jimmy Rollins, but Todd Frazier trade and Brett Lowry trade, and you're you're just fine with them, huh? I Brett. 
honestly, okay. Lowry and Frazier are my, my, my two favorite position players right now. Okay. Do you still hate Jimmy Rollins? <sighs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to him in a position. Okay. Did you have anything else on, on Brett Lowry? No, I... It, it's platoon advantage in his favor. Um, he's done a lot of damage against lefties this year, and I don't I don't see why he can't do damage against Henry Owens. I don't, I don't... Yeah, sure. All right, on the shortstop, James Calvin Rollins through Tuesday, six thirty six <laughs> OPS, uh, hitting basically what he did last year, and last year he had thirteen home runs and twelve steals, and a. 285 OBS, oh, on base percentage, he hit 224. He, you know what he is? He's the best case scenario for Scooter Jeanette, except at shortstop and with a lower batting average. Uh, in fantasy terms, literally wait, just in wait, like the five categories. Wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. Did, didn't Jimmy Rollins win an MVP? Uh, I mean, in fantasy right now. Okay. Not okay. in career. Goodness that, no, okay, that makes a lot no. more sense to me, because I'm like, no, no, no. Jimmy Rollins had an awesome career. He was a great player for a long time. He was a great player for a long time. Um, I'm talking about, like, if you had to draft a player to play your middle infield, like, you know, in, in between the two, he was, last year he was bad, 643 OBS. He was bad, you know, but he still had 13 homers and 12 steals. Like, if you drafted him last year in some, like, in a lonely league, you'd be like, yeah, all right, like, sure. 224 average hurts. Um, so this year he has a homer and two steals, so not a great pace so far, but, uh, Matt, do you hate Jimmy Rollins? What's, what's up? How, how's your burning hatred for Jimmy Rollins? Would Tyler Saladino be doing that much better at the plate? I don't think so. No. No. Okay, I've got, actually, I've got Rollins written down simply for his bat. The, sure. the issues I have as a fan with Jimmy Rollins relate more to his glove and the fact that he doesn't seem to want to move. No. You know, I, I generally, you know, I like my shortstop to, you know, range, ha, ha, be able to to move side to side. I don't, I don't. Yes. You know, I, I don't know. It, there's a lot left in the glove anymore. Together. That's fair. Yeah. It, it, too often, I I see him like watching balls get like knocked up the middle. I'm just like, come yeah. on, a little effort. Come on, buddy. Also, they bat him second a lot, and there's got to be somebody else in the lineup better to bat second. You'd think. So. Brett Laurie. Brett Laurie, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, he's an option against uh, Henry Owens. Again, I, I like him more than you do fantasy-wise. But if you are into him, then he must be okay. Who else do you got at shortstop? Uh, uh, Trevor Story versus Matt Cain. Sure. I'm fine with most anybody against uh, Matt Cain. Yeah. Matt Cain, he, he's pretty much nationally John Danks, right? I think in about a year or two. We're almost there. Right. I I think we've been there for a while, personally. Uh, I think John Danks was there for longer is the problem. Um, Agreed. Uh, right. I mean, they're not going to give up on him, because here's the thing. his con- I guess next year is the last year of his contract. I think he's one year behind it. I think next year he's going to come out, it's going to be real bad, and like by the end of April or May, they're going to be like, no. If that makes sense. Depends on how this year goes, but your comparison is not nuts. You're definitely in the ballpark for sure. Right. So, all right. Uh, next one was Everton uh, Zach Cozart versus Chase Anderson. Okay, Pick, going hard against our boy. It's righty on righty. Yeah, 
believe it or not, Anderson really, really bad against right-handed bats this year. He's having a hard time this year in general. The ERA and the whip are, yeah. Only, uh, it's mostly run, the last three though. starts. What's that? It's the last three starts. His first two, he was fine, but he's on a cold streak, that's for yeah, sure. I, you can call it that. Uh, I heard the, the opposite. Uh, I heard Jonathan VR versus Alfredo Simon. All right. I'm in there. Switch hitter versus righty. And lastly, does Ian Desmond count as a shortstop still? Um, it probably depends on your format. I, I My guess is no, not in most DFS places. I play him there in one of my fantasy leagues, but in DFS, he's probably an outfielder. Okay. Well, I run him down versus Jay Happ. Yeah, you like him. That's a good righty bat there. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, did we skip third base? I totally did things out of order, didn't I? I, I, I jumped... Don't... We we talked about Jimmy Rollins and I segued right into shortstop. Yeah, I guess you kind of it came it came up organically though, so I think our you know the you know the listeners will be okay with it. I hope. I hope nobody pumps the brakes, be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! They don't go in this order usually. Uh, we're going third base now. Third base. You, you've now guaranteed I, we're going to get at least like one like sarcastic tweet about this. You guys did the positions out of order this time. Um, third base, I got Nick Castellanos getting Bauer because Nick Castellanos is hitting 378 on the air, and a lot of people don't trust Bauer, oh, which that. I get. Um, I have Martin Prado getting Robbie Ray because he likes to hit lefties. Oh, Robbie Ray day. doesn't like facing righties, and Martin Prado is hitting 398, which is what Daniel Mister 400 Murphy is hitting also. Uh, so I'm fine with both of those. I wish Martin Prado wasn't in Miami, but it'll be fine. Um, Josh Donaldson gets Derek Holland. That's a good matchup for him in Toronto. Uh, Adrian Beltre gets Jay Happ in Toronto. Both those guys have good righty on lefty positions. Mm. Uh, your boy, Todd Frazier, gets Henry Owens. I think that's an A-plus pick for the day. I mean, you'll have to pay for him, but he's been just fine, and that is a good matchup for him. It will not shock anybody if he does well. And then uh, if you want to pay for Nolan Arenado in San Francisco against Matt Cain, against the National League's John Danks, uh, that is okay. I... We go over this a lot. If you're going to pay for Arenado, I want him, if not in Colorado, in a good park. And San Francisco's not a good park. And why I would you do that when go. you can pick Donaldson or Frazier or, you know, there's just better options at third base, wouldn't you say? I don't know. I kind of think Arenado versus Kane is where you want to be. I'm just, San Francisco is so different from Colorado. I, even, fly, fly ball pitcher, righty on righty. Okay. It, it's it's just a bad place for homers. I get it. I get it. He, okay, he, he can't hit doubles for a day. He can hit a lot there. He could have an awesome game. He could he could totally have an awesome game. Okay. It's not going to shock me if he does well. It's just it's the full price thing. Uh, I, I He's in for a good game. If you have him in your standard fantasy league, you're like, great, good matchup tomorrow. I'm going to get some points I, out of him. Honestly, if you give me Donaldson versus Holland, Beltre versus Happ, or Arenado versus Kane, I think I like Arenado versus Kane best, honestly. That's fine. In a vacuum, I'm into that, too. Uh, I'm into that. Did you have any other third baseman I didn't mention? Did you mention Matt Duffy versus Chris Rusin? I did not, but you definitely can. That's righty on lefty for him, and he would do just fine there. He He's would. used to hitting there. His, the San Francisco is baked into his value, so I'm fine with that mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Travis um, Straw versus Eric Janssen? Yeah, I like that too. I think I didn't write that just because I had so many options at third base, or at least a lot of them that I really liked, but that's also a way to go for sure. And I've got a cheap option for you that you're going to make fun of me for. Uh, Maybe. Cheap options are good. What do you got? Okay. Your guy Jake Lamb versus Adam Conley. Okay. Is this because you think Conley struggles with lefties? Yes. Okay. And it's, it's also because Lamb hits lefties well. 
so far this year, one month in. In a limited sample size this, this season, yeah, he's had some success. All right, I'm not buying into these against lefties so far a month in thing that much, but it's better than the alternative where he's been bad in that month. So. If you give me two seconds, I can pull the numbers up. The magic of editing. Sure. So far this season, Jay Clam. Sure. Two, two home runs, five walks. Against lefties? Against lefties. In how many plate appearances has he had against left? I have pitching? sixteen. I don't have. I have sixteen at bats. I don't have plate appearances on my, on my screen. That's sixteen at bats. And he and has five. eight strikeouts. I it's it's sixteen at bats, man. Three eighty one OBP, five six five five six three slug. All that tells me is he's not miserable against lefties. Okay, so that's what we, he's going to cost you nothing. Right. I think Con- he's a talented hitter. He's proven this. I think he's a talented hitter for sure. For sure. I don't yeah. think it's nearly. I don't. It's not nearly as offensive as you think it is. We, we, I, I don't. I don't think the pick is bad at all. I just. I'm not trying to draw from 16 plate appearances that much, except when we're analyzing Chris B. Young, because that is just fun. Oh, crispy. Yeah, that was good. Um, okay, uh, on to the outfield, Matt. I have Jose Bautista getting Derek Holland, because why not? I have Ryan Braun getting Alfredo Simon, even when it's righty righty. Go nuts! It's Pick anyone against the Reds, I'm fine with it. Um, Giancarlo Stanton has six homers in his last nine games, I think, and he gets Robbie Ray. Uh, definitely don't care about it being Miami for him. It's going to be no. fine. Uh, if you well, want Bert Baby Martel Stanton. Also. Yeah, Baby Stanton can be Marcelo Zuna. It's the same kind of splits and uh, should do just fine. It's a lot less money. Uh, I have Dexter Fowler getting Joe Ross, because, again, Joe Ross has those bad splits. He struggles with lefties, and Dexter Fowler's an on-base monster. I got Mookie Betts getting Eric Johnson and Jackie Bradley Jr. getting Eric Johnson. You're going to say Brock Holt. I am going to say Brock Holt, because you can play him anywhere. I'm not not sure I'm taking him, but I will acknowledge his existence as an option. Thanks. I, I got George Springer getting Wade Miley. Um, I wish I could take Carlos Gomez, but I need signs of life there. He's been pretty bad. But George Springer will be. Again? I don't know what's going on there. I want him to not be. I want him to be good, but he's not. Um, but I am in on George Springer. Uh, he's been just fine. And Wade Miley, again, is coming off a shutout, and I think there's some talent there. But uh, I think there's some lefty mashers in that Astros lineup. I got Michael Conforto getting Colin Ray, which means if you want to do Granderson... I am fine with that, too. Uh, and then I have Hunter Pence getting Chris Rosen. Rosen. Uh, did we ever come to a conclusion on that one? I don't care. Exactly. We, we're not looking it up. Uh, no offense to the Russens. Or the Rusens. Or the Rusens. Yeah. Um, he, he'll do just fine in that matchup. And the Rockies bullpen. And my last guy is Charlie Blackman getting Matt Cain. Uh, at the top of that lineup. He hasn't been that good yet so far, but he was hurt for a bit. I think he's going to be fine, and he's just going to get in on the action as the leadoff guy. So I have Blackman. Who do you have in the outfield that I did not list? I've got a super cheap play that I really, really like. Okay. Our guy Alex Presley getting Alfredo Simone. Sure. Yes, totally. If you like Presley and he gets in that lineup and he has a pulse tomorrow, okay. if he if he's capable of standing in the batter's box again, assuming he cracks that lineup, yeah, he's going to cost next to nothing. Yes, he's got the platoon advantage and he gets Alfredo Simon yes. in Cincinnati. Yes, I I, I mean, love that for him. I really. And he, half the game he gets against the Reds bullpen. Yes, which is even better. It's it's better than facing Alfredo Simon somehow somehow. It is, so 
Yes, go nuts. Yeah. Um, anybody else for you in yeah, the outfield? You, you, you pretty much ran through my entire list. I stole them. Well, it's a little bit smaller of a slate. Um, yeah. All right, Matt, how about pitching? Where are you thinking of going for pitchers? <sighs> you know, we didn't mention. I don't. We didn't mention very many Yankees. We didn't mention very many Orioles. Yeah, the Yankees. Sabathia was good, and the Yankees lineup came alive on Wednesday. We kind of had the opposite of that going on. Uh, at least what we predicted. Tyler Wilson still had a quality start. I don't understand him. Like, I don't think he's good, but he's just not blowing up. So, no. almost can't. <sighs> he feels like a guy you should be able to like really stream against, and instead, it's like yeah. he's not that. You can't exploit him that well. I don't know. He's not good. He's just not a mess like I hoped he'd be. Um, yeah, it's Tanaka against Gosman. And I don't want to pick against Tanaka because I think he's good. And I, there just aren't that many Yankees I like against Gosman. You like Gosman more than I do. But, I mean, take McCann if you want, I guess. Yankees offense just doesn't scare me. Not right now. Not right now. I think they could totally, like, if they blow up in May or June and all of a sudden, like, they click and they, you know are awesome again like i would believe it but right now they they definitely seem cold um so does that mean you're thinking about gosman kind of yeah i'm fine with that you fine with tanaka also though yeah of course it's not a great matchup for him but i wouldn't tell people to stay away no i know? wouldn't it's not, i don't think it's a stay away no yeah uh either side of that's fine gosman's obviously going to be cheaper who else do you got uh, the other matchups that we didn't really mention, uh, we didn't talk at all about Jacob Degrom. That's one of the more obvious plays. Him and him and Sa- Jacob Degrom in San Diego. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's the best pitcher going. Just about, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tanaka is also really talented, but that's just a dream matchup. Degrom, if you want to build your lineup around him, it's going to be popular, but he's going to give you a ton of points. So don't shy away there. Fair enough. Uh, other guys. Uh... We mentioned a, a, a few hit, a few hitters in the Texas Toronto matchup. Uh huh. I'm I'm trying to decide who, which way I'm chasing wins here. I think I'd, I'd kind of prefer the Jay Happ side than the Derek Holland side. You know, want to know what's messed up is we kind of like Jay Happ okay as a streamer, but he hasn't really been striking people out, or he's not really known as a strikeout guy. And in my head, like that's kind of made him not interesting for me. I think but he was Derek like, Holland I don't know about him in as a starter. What's that? He was he was more like that as a reliever. I don't know about him as a starter. Uh, the messed up part to me is like that's like Derek Holland. In my head, like if you had made me guess their caper nine to their career, I'd be like, oh yeah, Derek Holland has like an in, a strikeout or two on him. But in the last couple of years, Derek Holland has one. He was never a great strikeout pitcher, but no. two, he has stopped striking people out in the last three seasons. Yeah. Uh, six point one, six point three. This year, five point six strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's completely stopped striking people out. And Jay Happ, he's at 5.5 per nine this year, so also not. Surprisingly low for him. That is, but he's been in the league 10 years. Jay Happ now owns a 7.6 K per nine, where Holland owns a 7.4. They have passed in opposite ways. That's surprising to me. Maybe you guys had different opinions of Jay Happ and Derek Holland, but in my head I was like, yeah, Jay, I don't know. I would have picked him to have more. Um, So this year there's not a lot of strikeouts on either side of that matchup. Um, but my point originally was that Derek Holland isn't really going to offer much. I think I got to, so if you're chasing wins, I think it might be Jay Happ also. Yeah. I mean, Jay Happ's been pretty okay this year. Yeah. 276 ERA, 20 strikeouts to nine walks, which is not sparkling, especially in 32 innings and change. But 
I'm fine with that. I don't love it. You know, it can't be your only starter. You, I think if you're in a format where you play one pitcher, you need somebody that can get some strikeouts, you know. Yeah, agreed. With your second pitcher, that's fine. Trevor Bauer? <sighs> he's a guy that can get you strikeouts, but that's a tough matchup, and he certainly hasn't been great. I don't think it is that tough, because Detroit is so right-handed. It is. Yeah. I don't know. He can be a, a walk guy and a homer guy, though. Like, it's a it's a volatile pick. I, I like the upside of it. I like the strikeouts he could get. But, I mean, he has a 528 ERA this season, and a lot of that was in the bullpen. Uh, he's only given up two homers, but I don't know. If you want to do a smaller slate, or, or like a smaller stack, maybe not betting that much, or, I don't know, depending on how you play your games. If you want to try a Trevor Bauer one, like, he could work his way into some points, but I definitely wouldn't put all of my DFS eggs in that basket, if that makes sense. I think he's, he's a ball little pick. Um... We're bummed out that we can't even pick Chase Anderson against Cincinnati, right? I I can't recommend. I, I don't get me wrong. I like have Chase Anderson's face tattooed on my arm, mm-hmm. but not right now. I can't. I can't recommend him. Not three bad starts like that. No, and, uh, rough. Yeah, if he were pitching against the equivalent of Cincinnati's staff, pitching staff, it'd be one thing. But they can kind of hit. They have some hitters, so. Not a great offense, and it's if he turns it around tomorrow and has like six innings, one run, I'd be like, yeah, totally, I buy that. But uh, it doesn't really have the strikeout stuff to have a huge upside there either. How about your boy Adam Conley getting Arizona in Miami? I like it for Conley. Yeah, I don't love it, but I like it. It'd be okay on a day like this where there aren't many, many options. I think it'd be all right. You know, Cooley was uh, pretty popular after being a you know no hit candidate last time out, so. Uh, how about, uh, the interesting one for me, honestly, is Joe Ross going to Chicago to get Kyle Hendricks. And I think Joe Ross is a talented pitcher, especially if he can get mostly righties, but on one hand, there are lefties in that Cubs lineup. Even though Hayward's out, Hayward's hurt, might not play, so that's a little bit interesting. Mm. But the whole lineup's just too good. I can't stream anybody against the Cubs right now. Even I like Joe Ross, but no pass. Like, like if we're Joe Ross going to San Diego, he'd be like my favorite pick. He'd be all in. Easily, but can't take him in Chicago. No, um, but do you? I'm sorry. Do you like Kyle Hendricks at all? He's been the only the only lefty in that lineup I'm really afraid of is Bryce Harper and Daniel Murphy, of course. Oh, well, he goes without Mr. Four Hundred goes without saying. Yeah. He, but here's the thing, Kyle Hendricks only has 19 strikeouts, which is bad, but he also only has four walks and one home run allowed. Like, he's doing the thing of, like, the high ceiling guy where he doesn't walk anybody and he doesn't give up homers, and as long as he trusts his defense a bit, he has a, you know, a a 3-5-2 ERA, and the Nationals are okay, but I think Kyle Hendricks might be relatively safe. Relatively. Not huge upside, but if you want to pick a guy there who, you know, the Cubs could hit his way into a win. I don't hate Kyle Hendricks as an option. Uh, yeah. He's right below Conley for me. Does that sound crazy? Don't, the, the other concern with Hendricks is that he tends to get pulled early. He goes five or six innings. Yeah, he's they, not going to go yeah, deep. There's not a high ceiling. For whatever reason, they don't like to let him like work late into games. They tend to bring in Adam Warren to... Yeah. You know, they they you know, tangle him a little bit. be the bridge to the bullpen. It's a tough day for pitching. Is it? I, I there just something like we like Conley, and maybe Gosman, but that's opposite Tanaka and Degrom. And after that, like, where am I even going? Maybe Trevor Bauer if you're feeling lucky. I, I kind of like Trevor Bauer. Jay Happ maybe. 
Not with a ton of confidence. I, oh, I, I definitely like Jay Happ. Yeah, not with a ton of confidence, but I I don't think you want Chris Davinsky getting the Mariners, do you? If you're feeling cute, you can try it, but... Yeah, do like a, a, a Bauer Davinsky stack. Now, if you were like, just do like a $1 game. Do a $1 game where you go Bauer, Davinsky, and then just go pick a bunch of studs in the lineup. Like, yeah, that would be fun. If, if but I'm, I'm sorry. completely expect that it might just blow up on you, but yeah. If, I if could I'm, see I'm, that. If I'm doing, like said, like, like a late game slate, I kind of I, I love Jacob deGrom and Chris Rusin if I'm chasing wins. You like Chris Rusin just hoping that the Rockies blow up Matt Cain? Yes, if I'm chasing wins, yeah. Oh, boy. I, I guess. At that point, you're just throwing darts at guys that you don't think anybody will pick. Like, it could happen, sure, but there's not much talent to pick from there. Um, so, Matt, we also get a pick from this list for our Field of Streams pick, and because it's full of so many question marks, it means there are a lot of guys who are eligible. I got Icoff in St. Louis is barely eligible, and we like him. Gosman getting the Yankees is eligible. Jay Happ getting the Rangers is eligible. Chase Anderson is, but we can't go near him. Adam Conley is eligible. Wade Miley coming off the shutout is still eligible. And Henry Owens against the White Sox is eligible. So there's a lot of Chris streaming Johnson, options. Chris Davinsky. Uh, yeah, those guys too. Those guys too. There's a lot of streamers going on. Um, it's Michael not... Fulmer. Also that. I, just, I assume those weren't ones that you would pick. There's a lot of... Yeah, I, th- I feel like the better streaming day it is, the worse DFS pitching day it is. The kind of going hand in hand. I'm um, I'm legitimately excited to see about you know a lot of these games. I'm not gonna lie, they're interesting. I don't think it's like oh all garbage pitchers. It's just none, not many that have my faith in DFS. Like I might pay for Jacob Degrom if I were playing. So and I I know I'm I'm gonna be I I, I know I'm probably gonna get you know discussed with the White Sox when they get when Eric Johnson gets pounded. So I'll be able to flip over to the. You know, the Cubs in Washington see a possible playoff preview. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And those pitchers are interesting, for sure. Um, all right, I think I'm taking Jared Eikhoff. He's like 49% owned against the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are not on fire at the plate or anything right now. So um, I'm trying to trust in Jared Eikhoff, who's been okay. Slowing down a little bit, but he's been okay. I think I'm, I've talked myself into Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer over Gosman getting the Yankees? You can take Trevor Bauer. I don't think it's crazy. I just figured you would like Kevin Gosman more. So right-handed. I think I think he kind of plays into into Bauer's hands. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm totally what, fine with is, that. Is Anthony Ghost gonna torch him for two homers? I don't think so. I don't know. Victor Martinez is the one you got to worry about. But I, and Salty, don't forget. If Salty gets in there, they'll pinch hit him. Um. All right. So we got Jared Eikhoff and uh, Trevor Bauer. Uh, Matt, you got anything else for Thursday before we get out of here? No, I, I think. I'm trying to think of... No, I think we're good, dude. Okay, cool. You got anything cool going on this weekend? You want a a table? Well, on Friday, we'll be doing our live show at 8 a.m. Me and Brad are doing that. Uh, We have a chat going at the same time, so it's kind of a chat and broadcast. So 8 a.m. West Coast time, 11 a.m. East Coast time. I know the time is funky. Uh, If you guys have been watching it, let me know uh, what you think, because it's something we're trying out, and we're definitely changing things up uh based on based on on the feedback we get just trying i know the time's really funky but i need to do it at a time that we can get the podcast out during the day so people can actually listen to it before the games at night this is weird but if you like the the video shows uh let me know what you think on friday it'll be brad and i were joined by alex chamberlain of rotographs he writes over there we're bringing more of the rotographs family in here like to showcase some of our writers and 
rotate in some guests. So doing that Friday, check that out. Um, yeah, and Matt, Saturday you're going to Chris Sale Bobblehead Day. It's probably gonna rain here. Uh oh. Do you can you show up and like bang on the door and still get your bobblehead? I'm not sure. I got. I gotta, I'm gonna have to call and find out. You're like I have a ticket. I don't care about the game. Give me my bobblehead. I don't know how that works. If if, it, if there's a rain out, I don't keep. I, I, I should not be playing Weatherman whatsoever. Just no. That's also true. Especially you know, it's gonna rain means probably gonna be like perfect weather. So days in advance. Who knows? Well, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully you get to go to that and we can tweet out pictures of your sweet Chris Sale bobblehead. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And, uh, yeah, we both like hearing from you. We get good interaction from our listeners, and more is always better. So make sure to holler at us. Um, That should do it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Good luck with your stacks, and we will see you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.